Hello, everybody. Welcome to our I've Decided podcast. I'm Kim Martin, founder of I've Decided and host of your show today. I'm so excited that you are here with us. So our topic, our weekly winning word this week is fidelity. That's our topic. And uh, we're going to talk a lot about what that means and how we can apply it to our goals, our dreams, our success. The definition of fidelity is faithfulness to a person, cause, or belief. And this is the best part. It's demonstrated by continuing loyalty and support. So it's that long-term commitment. It's that in there for the long haul, if you will. Okay, so it's easy to get excited about things in the beginning, right? Very easy to get excited. And then we start to lose that momentum or lose that energy when things get tough or um, life happens, right? We get knocked down. So how do we stay um, and stick with fidelity? How do we stay faithful to the things that are important to us? So we are going to be having a great conversation with my good friend, um, Francie Heinrichson. Mm -hmm. Hey, Francie. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me here. What a great word isn't it it really is when you think about it i mean it's like it's like i said it's staying true it's Mm -hmm. staying true blue to the very end and so how do we do that we're going to be talking about five ways to stay loyal and faithful to your goals and dreams and i couldn't think of a better person than francie to be with me today um it's it's i'm so excited i was just at your event was it march 5th march 5th yeah. march 5th of 2022 who knows when you guys might be listening to this maybe she might be having her second one by now yeah <laughs> we, listen we align that date with international women's day because we're in women's history month that's awesome mm-hmm. how perfect you thought it through till the end definitely yeah so i you and i we were talking before we started recording we actually met the very first year i opened i've decided which was in 2014 i met you at one million cups and uh, that seems like forever ago, doesn't it? But you haven't aged a bit. You still, oh, yeah. <laughs> you still, I feel like I've aged a little, but you haven't aged a bit. You still look exactly the same, well, like exactly the same. And I, you even have a daughter now and mm-hmm. she's like a little toddler. How old is she? She's three and a half. Oh, three so. and a half years of pure spice. <laughs> well, she is yours. <laughs> Just honestly. That's awesome. So a lot has changed in eight years, but one thing hasn't changed. You and I, we've stuck to the things that we, our dreams, our goals, the things that we wanted to accomplish. And so Mm -hmm. I got to witness your um, event for women and founding females is your business, which we're going to hear a lot about. She has this, look at this fabulous book. I'm so excited. I can't wait to read through it and share this resource with a lot of our members, uh, women uh, members of our I've Decided community that are starting their own business. So it's going to be a great resource. But anyway, so uh, let's talk a little bit about that. You got something to say. I, I do. Tell. I want to tell you something. So yes. Kim, I feel like you have been a pioneer in our business community. So when I started, we met at One Million Cups, which is a fantastic resource. It is. And one of my goals is to rewrite the playbook about what it means to own, run a business so that it fits around your lifestyle. And I feel so strongly that you have been such a great example of uh-huh. that in founding, fe- or excuse me, in I've Decided and in your 
goal and your walking in your purpose to help other people reach their goals too. So thank you for that. Thank you for being a great example. Well, thank you. And you know, it is true. We have to walk the walk. Mm -hmm. And I love that. That's your goal for doing that because that's exactly right. You know, as women, um, and, and we're just talking about women right now. No offense to men out there. Men are great. Men are awesome. We love our guys. Um, but just talking about women, we, we do, we have the role of wife, mother, you know, business owner sometimes or a leader in a company or whatever it is. And it's okay because we can handle it and we love it and we love all of that. But it is very important that the things that we do fit around the lifestyles that we desire. And I heard you say that, um, at your event, founding females event on March the 5th, um, that that's what you were doing. And I'm like, that is so good because that is so important. If you can't, if you can't work it around your lifestyle, then you're going to lose that. It's going to be very hard mm-hmm. to have fidelity if if it doesn't fit your lifestyle exactly. because you're going to get burned out really quickly, mm-hmm. right? You're going to feel like you're just grinding the whole time instead of rowing in the direction that you're wanting to go. That's awesome. I think that is that is so on point. So tell me about founding females. So I love that name. Uh, I just dying Thank to know you. where you got that. And I, it just goes with, you know, Francie, founding females. Did you come up with, was that kind of a part of it? Or did you, where did the spark come from? I know you've, I mean, one of the things that you've done as far as, as long as I've known you is help people with marketing and strategy, mm-hmm. right? And content and some things like that. So I loved it, your idea and, uh, your event and how that's going to continue to roll forward. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I would love to. Yeah. Glad you brought up marketing because that's, that was my business. I started in 2015 and that was a means to have the freedom that I wanted outside of the corporate world. And so as my business evolved, I was speaking this message of marketing and also, you know, encouragement for women in business. Mm -hmm. And as those two messages got stronger and stronger, it just didn't fit under the same brand anymore. And so I decided to take the message of encouraging women to go into entrepreneurship under a different brand altogether. And that's where Founding Females came from. So I actually had been following this designer. Her name's Chantel Marlowe. Okay. And didn't even have the idea, didn't even realize I was going to be creating another brand. But I said to myself, if I ever have a need, that is who I'm going to go with because her work is just beautiful. And so originally, I was calling this She Can. Okay. And so that was kind of what I was calling the brand. And I just didn't fit. I got feedback from friends and family and they just didn't love it. So I went to Chantel and I was like, listen, can you help me find something that would reflect this message on my heart. So she was, it was hers. It was, it was all her. And that's where she came up with the founding females, which Mm -hmm. fit perfectly. Thank you. I think it is. It's perfect. It's just amazing. And I think it's awesome because you had women there that were brand new business owners and then women there like myself, who've been in business for 25 years. Mm -hmm. And I think all of us walked away with some amazing information and encouragement and uh the day so it was it's like a it was a short powerful packed day i'm I'm trying to explain it because i put on conferences every year and it was kind of it was a conference i would say right would you call it a conference or just a fun day but it was definitely in the conference family um but it was short and powerful you had vendors and uh resources and people there to talk to the business women and then 
uh, you have a community. You're building a community mm-hmm. around founding female. So tell me a little bit about that. Right. So we like to match peers up with peers. So as far as an ecosystem as a whole, girl, come as you are. Wherever you are on the continuum of starting your business, you know, the the ecosystem as a whole is great for women at any stage. Right. But when we're talking about dialogue and working through challenges, it's really helpful to match peers up with peers. So I consider women who are not yet through proof of concept, which means that their idea, they don't know if it's really taking a strong footing in the market yet. Let's match them up, right? Because they're talking about what legal entity do I need to create? Well, how do I create a brand? What needs to go in my business plan? And those questions are very different from women who are already through the proof of concept. They have regular customers, repeat customers. Right. Their idea is proven in the market. They have regular revenue. And those people are asking different questions and talking about different things. Um to help further develop their business. And so if you put who I call full-scale Fiona with a DIY Dolly, Dolly can get intimidated. Sure. I would have gotten intimidated, right? Right. It's helpful in some respects because it helps pave that vision forward. But when you're talking about really moving the needle and helping women get to that next stepping stone along the way, I believe those conversations are most helpful when you're with peers, maybe one step ahead or one step behind. And so um, really, we just want to match women up in entrepreneurship communities with where they're best fit as far as resources and dialogue and encouragement goes. Yeah. So you got two sides to that, right? So you have so you can join the community and be a part of brand new business model with women who are just starting. Mm -hmm. And then there's the side with women who've been going longer, correct? Yep. So we call it the startup community. Okay. And the mastermind. Okay. Awesome. Startup and mastermind. I love that. That is so cool. And uh, and are you going to do other events or is it going to, at this point, is it going to be like just that big annual event for all of your members every year and new anyone new considering coming in or yeah. you got lots of good things going? Good question. I'll navigate this question as best I can. Okay. Um, or this answer rather. But um, we have some questions about maybe doing different chapters in different areas, people who are outside of the Peoria area. Right, because so I noticed Central Il- founding females right? Central Illinois. So then you might have in all other areas of the country. Right. So we're exploring that avenue right now. How okay. can we help impact the most number of people? Sure. Um, and then the founding females Central Illinois event, empowerment event, will be every year. So March 4th next year will be our event, and that aligns with International Women's Day again. And then we have one-off events here and there. So, sure. I, you know, we've done a pop-up event at a women's business here in Peoria Heights in Central Illinois. And so it's evolving, but the only thing it will we evolve know for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Trust me on that. Oh, it will evolve. Thank you. But the only thing we know for sure is that we're going to do our um, conference every year. That's awesome. That is so awesome. And I I foresee that once you have founding females across the country that you'll be putting on your big, huge event will be for all of them somewhere. Like you'll be, you know what I mean? Like you'll have one big, huge event. They'll have their local events every year, but then maybe you'll have one big, huge event for everybody to come together. Wouldn't that be awesome? That's the, what do they call it? Big, hairy, audacious dream. Like that <laughs> is that's, the dream. That's what I love. Women. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the goal. You meet, you grow your territory, expand your territory and impact as uh, many people in a positive way as we can. That's what you're doing. That's what we're, we I'm all want to do. I'm just going to keep watching you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep watching you. <laughs> 
Yeah. And we might as well go ahead and tell you, uh, Dream, Build, Grow. This is Francie's new book. And, you know, if you have ever tried to write a book, um, then you would you could really admire the job that she's done here because this isn't like a little tiny book. This is like a big, heavy book. And it's a step-by-step guide for how to start a business. And we have some in our I've Decided community. And if you're really nice to me, she's got sign them and everything. I might, I might drop one your way so you can let me know. (laughs) All right. Awesome. Oh, always, always Francie. I just think it's super cool. All right. So five ways to stay loyal and faithful to your goals and dreams. And I plugged in a couple more and then we were talking right before we started and you shared something too. And I lost my train of thought, but I hope it comes back to me before the end. Cause I was like, Ooh, that's another little one that I could add into this. I mean, the list could go on and on. Mm-hmm. There are many ways, but you know, these are just some pointers to follow because I feel most people want to have fidelity. Our, our intentions are good. Mm-hmm. Don't you mm-hmm. like, it's like there, our intentions are good. Yeah. But stick the stick to itiveness is the hard part. Uh, so let's talk about the first one. Don't fret mistakes. Yeah. Is that hard for you? I feel like, I don't know why, but I, I think, I, I guess it's because just seeing your event and how great it was. And are you a little bit of a perfectionist? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, I can be. I, I can be. Uh, we had a saying in my family, C's get degrees. So it did not come from pressure from my parents. Really? Okay. No, C's get degrees. It did not. I mean, <laughs> I've never heard that before. Yeah. I did not have that same mentality with my daughters. I'm like, you can get an A, you better get an A. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, that's hilarious. So I, I'm an Enneagram three for people who, who know those personality types. And so I think it just, I just come by it honestly, but a lot of times I have to remind myself, just shoot for B plus, shoot for an A minus. It does not have to be perfect. Especially right. as an entrepreneur, when you're throwing everything on your back and you're saying, I'll handle that, I'll handle that. It's like, what is the additional payoff? Right. But when it comes to mistakes, I think you go from this mentality of don't make mistakes. Don't let anyone see you mess up. Don't trip. Don't, you know, to, oh, I'm making mistakes. I must be doing it right. Right. Like I must be. Or I'm doing something, something hard. New. Yes. I'm doing something hard. I'm stepping outside my comfort zone. I'm pushing the limits. Yes. So I think it can be a really good sign. Yes. So don't fret mistakes. And and one of the, my favorite things to say is uh, a mistake is not disaster. You know, yes. disappointment is that. not disaster, actually, is what it is. Disappointment is not disaster. And a mistake is just a disappointment. Mm -hmm. Of course, you're going to be disappointed in yourself if you make a mistake. Because why? We want things to be perfect. We want to shoot for perfection. So we're shooting for it, knowing that we probably won't hit it in every category in every way. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, don't sweat the small stuff. Don't sweat the small stuff. I heard um, uh, this. I can't remember where I heard it from, but it's like, perfect is boring. Mm. And, you know, I had to get over that. I, at one point I was doing a radio show every week and sounds fun. It sounds exciting, except for talk about fitting into your life. And, you know, it's like trying to find those guests every single week with the pressure of a radio show. Mm -hmm. The the podcast that we produce ourselves is is so much more around my lifestyle, right? Because I can change the day. It doesn't have to be recorded on the same day. 
it, it's just way more flexible. But every week at the same time, every single week, I guess, you know, coming down to the radio station. And I had to feel like I had to be like my perf. Don't look at me now because it's definitely not perfect. But you know what I mean? I felt yeah. like every picture had to be perfect. And one day God just spoke to my heart and it was just like, you know, you're setting a, a, a really high standard for people. Yeah. Like, what about the person who just wants to try a podcast and every time they see you, they think your hair's perfect or your makeup's perfect or everything's perfect. And they're like, I'm not that perfect. I can't do. And so I just stopped it. I was just like, I stopped doing second takes on anything. No second takes awesome. on pictures. It's like, whatever, if, if, it, if it's not good, it just goes out not mm -hmm. good. You know, if it doesn't, if it doesn't work. And I think we got to be more like that, especially women. Yeah. I think it's so easy to see a mistake and inherently create value about ourselves, right? Like I don't measure up or this means something about me, but really if we can say, it doesn't mean anything about me. It just means that I'm living my life and those things are going to happen yes. anyway. Then it takes a lot of pressure off mm -hmm. to have to, to walk perfectly, to have your hair perfect, to take the perfect picture just like, nope, I'm just going through life and this yeah. is what happens. And then when you get a good picture, you can get excited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and always you, excited when I get, I'm like, oh, that is you so show good. Everybody. I show everybody and post it all over social media too. <laughs> but don't good. worry, there's bad ones out there too. So don't fret mistakes, okay? Remember mistake is a disappointment. It's not disaster. You can expect mistakes. And I think we've got to give grace. We got to expect other people to make mistakes. We can't expect it to be perfect. Mm -hmm. We can expect a high caliber. We can expect I'm going to this event and I know who's putting it on and I expect that it's going to be a high caliber event, sure. but we cannot put an expectation on someone that they're not going to make mistakes, that things are going to be perfect and all of that. Right. So that's awesome. All right. Number two, remember it's a journey. And we're perfect examples of that because I would love to have, I wish we had our first conversation recorded. Wouldn't that be amazing? Because mm -hmm. I bet everything that we're doing now, although it has pieces of what we shared with each other, I bet it's evolved greatly over the last eight years. Yeah, I can give you an example. Okay. So when I first met you, I had just started my business. You know, it was, it was growing, but not as fast as I wanted it to. So in year two or three, I've been in business almost seven years now, but but in year two or three, I decided to get a part-time job to make it work. And that was just part of my journey, right? right? Like, and I was in the before it work stage. So some business owners come to me and they're like, Francie, I'm doing all the things. Why isn't it working? And it's because it's a journey. It's that there are different seasons right. in your journey, just like there are different seasons. And you mentioned the marathon. Yeah that it's harder sometimes and it's easier sometimes mm -hmm. and you know different we have to expect to follow this path forward and so i worked that job for 18 months and it was not it was a humbling position but it was now when i look back i can say i did whatever it took to make it work as long as it was aligned with my moral compass right absolutely and, and you do have to we all of you know it's like we just shared right before the show, I had a standalone building over on Pioneer yeah. Parkway, right? And uh, and so uh, we had to, we moved our I've decided community room to the this space back here where we are behind curves. And that was a humbling experience for me because I wanted to move up. I expected my next step would be my own building, mm -hmm. right? I didn't expect to 
take steps backwards, or at least I felt like it was sure. like that. I mean, obviously, I think it's been the, one of the best things that's happened to me because it makes perfect sense that I'm under one roof. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we can't see the forest for the trees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but at the time, I was like, I don't know if I should. I don't want people to think I'm failing. Yeah. And you do. You know, you do feel that way. Mm -hmm. And so, but it's okay. You know, it's, it is a part of the journey. Yeah. That's awesome. And so, you know, um, wherever you are and, and, you know, when we think of Fidelity, a lot of times we think of relationships, right? Sometimes it might be this that's relationship true. that you're thinking about throwing in the towel on. And it's like, don't give up on people, you know, practice fidelity. Remember why you, you were friends with them or why you're married to them or why they're a part of your life and keep coming back. To that, I think mm -hmm. um, we throw in the towel so quickly these days, I feel. Yeah. And you know why I think it is? I think it's because of uncomfortable feelings. Really? Yeah. I think it's we, we are so afraid to feel uncomfortable. Mm. And I was listening to something recently that talked about feelings are really just these vibrations in your body. And we, we can go our whole lives avoiding a certain action or opportunity because we don't want to feel a certain way. Oh, yeah. When a feeling can't hurt you, it's just uncomfortable, right? Like if right. you can learn to sit through it, what can you not do? Right. right? It or just sit you, with it, it hurt you, right? for a second, you know, and just say, why am I uncomfortable? What is it about it that's making me uncomfortable? Because mm -hmm. there's usually, oh, that's a good point, Francie, because there's usually something about a circumstance that's making you uncomfortable, right? Mm -hmm. There's something that's it's not the whole circumstance necessarily, just maybe one little piece of it. Yeah. But being uncomfortable is so important. Yeah. Why mm -hmm. do we stop running or why do you know, why do we quit the training program? Because it's too hard. It's hard. Yes. Any, anything, you yeah. know, that we don't finish out, I think it's because of a feeling. Yeah, that's very true. So, all right. Well, the other thing we want to do, especially when it comes to our goals and dreams, but relationships, whatever it is, we need to work on it every single day. We we cannot stop working on it. It's got to be it's got to be there, you know. You got to work on it mm -hmm. every day. And and I and some people say you got to work 7 days a week. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't, you know, I feel like if you look at my schedule, you might say, "Oh, wow, she works 7 days a week," but I don't feel like I work 7 days a week. Mm -hmm. I yesterday I spent the day with my daughter who's home from West Virginia University and we went, you know, to lunch and we went shopping and it was her, my priority was her yesterday. So I don't mm -hmm. feel like I work every single day, but at some point every day, I'm sure I'm working at some point. Yeah. Would you agree? I would. And that's okay. But we, again, we live in a culture where it's like, oh no, you got to have two days off the whole mm -hmm. day off from everything. And it's like, well, yes, you need time off. And some days I never get out of my jammies and mm -hmm. I veg out all day, of course. But it's okay if you spend some time every day working on the things that are important to you. Especially if you're walking in your purpose. Yeah. I think if you have found that thing that feels like you were put on the earth to do, then sometimes we can get almost too consumed with it, right? Like we can't put it down. But, True. but there's a good balance there mm -hmm. because you know that you're making an impact. You know that you're making a difference. And so I get to do this, right? I don't it's have to do this. It's a blessing. I get to. And you chose to do it. And doesn't that's that's the thing about walking in your purpose, I think, because you know that you were chose for it. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, yeah, I, have you watched The Chosen? Mm -mm. Are you watching it? Oh, I highly recommend it. It's free. You download the app. 
You can download the app to your phone and watch it on your smartphone. Oh, cool. Uh, my husband and I are watching it for Lent. It's one of our Lent yeah. journey things. And uh, it it's just, it's, it's they, I la in last night's episode, I don't even know what episode it was we were watching, but they were talking about Jesus picking, you know, his disciples. And they said, oh, you chose to follow him. And, and I think it was Peter, it was Simon. He hasn't changed his name yet. So it's still Simon in the show. But uh, he said, he chose us. We did we didn't choose him. He chose us. And so it's like, think about that, right? Mm -hmm. Like you were chosen to do this. Yeah. And I oh, I get chills. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you were chosen to do this. And when you know you're walking in your purpose, then you know you're doing what you were chosen to do. Mm -hmm. And that changes everything. Changed everything. The fidelity, the fidelity almost comes natural. Mm -hmm. at that point because what else are you supposed to do would you just ditch the whole thing right i mean that would be terrible i don't know that would be like turning my back on jesus almost i mm -hmm. feel if i just ditched what i was chosen to do yeah um so work on it every day and it's totally okay if you do and if you don't that's okay too but spend some time focusing on the things that are that matter to you mm -hmm. stay inspired and I think that um, we, you know, even like attending your event, following other people that are doing different but similar things to be inspired by what they're doing. That inspires me, who you hang around with, mm -hmm. you know, where do, but I think about marriage with this one, this one, because I think we can, we lose that. You know, in the beginning, the right. fire's a flaming, baby. <laughs> and then the spark goes, woo, after a while, mm -hmm. right? So this one makes me think of marriage for some reason. So we um, we have to stay inspired mm -hmm. um, and, and we have to keep the fire kindled and whatever it is we're talking about. But yeah, I am a consumer of content. I think that's how I stay inspired yes. is by opening myself up to people who think a little bit differently mm -hmm. or can explain concepts in a way that help me wrap my head around how I can apply it. And I'm all about action, right? So I like talking about the what, but I like talking about the how more. Tell me how you did it. And that's what I encourage women to do is to go up to people and say, how did you get from point A to B and from point B to point C, mm -hmm. right? So, um, and I think that's something that maybe we don't talk about enough is the how, because right. it's easy to zone out and for your eyes to glaze over when you talk about the what, a lot of books talk about the what, but when you get into the how and really the why too, then you have a motivation in right. your, um, whether it's a business or a certain hobby that you like and interest, when you can understand the reason behind it, it's so much easier to get on board. Yeah. So, you know, how did you do it? Mm -hmm. And I think that's, you know, your book says how to start a business mm -hmm. and I haven't read it yet. I'm going to. I'm assuming that's what you talk a lot about. Yeah. Um, and Dream, Build, Grow is how you do it, the steps that you need to take. Right. Because if we're just memorizing the answers in your marriage example, if you just memorize what the right answer is, it doesn't become who you are. It's only through application, knowing the why and the how right. is that we grow and evolve as people because we make decisions differently. We think differently. We see the world differently. And so, I mean, some people are natural, curious learners, and they're mm -hmm. always going to be learning something, reading something. Um, and for people who aren't, I think 
you know, finding somebody who's doing something well that you, you're really interested in, whether it's being a mom or being a wife or a hobby that you enjoy and just surrounding yourself with them and saying like, I want to be in the same space as you. Right. That's, you know, a mentor. And the only time they can mentor you is in their morning walk at 5 a.m. Right. Get up and go join them. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I think it's like taking action to figure out what works for you. Yeah. Absolutely. I think you can be inspired. I mean, we we have coaches in our community at I've Decided. And I think, a, you know, that's what coaches do. They push you yeah. and inspire you to keep moving beyond those comfort zones and help you get through if you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, coaches are a source of motivation and uh, just people, other people, success stories. Yeah. Don't you just love success stories? I mean, they're just they're That's the most inspiring thing to me is, is to see um, the success stories that happens a lot for us at curves with the ladies when yeah. they see oh, awesome. the results. Right. And they see somebody else seeing results and they're like, well, if they can do it. I can do it. Mm-hmm. And so um, I love success stories. That mm-hmm. gets me fired up. Uh, so stay inspired. Okay. And then adapt. So things are going to change. Life is going to change Mm -hmm. and we have to adapt. And I think obviously all of us have experienced major change in the last couple of years. And I mean, we were in total, everything we did, events out the wazoo, we were Mm -hmm. having events all the time, all in person. And then poo, we were shut down immediately. Mm And, you know, and now we do almost everything virtual and we still have in-person events, but we call them hybrid because we, we also, they're, they're virtual as well. So we do both, but, um, you have to adapt, you know, they, things are going to change. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I think it's a sign, right? We always want change when it means growth, when it's positive. Mm. And I think if we can flip the mindset and think, you know, if there's something, a challenge that happened, something that's uncomfortable, like we talked about earlier, or, um, you know, a, a twist in the plan that we didn't expect, we can still say, how can I turn this into growth? How can I use this to adapt and still become the version of myself that's, you know, on the path ahead? Right. I love that. So, yeah, change is good if it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Change is good when it's good. But uh, if it's not, it's very difficult to pivot and, and adapt. And it makes us want to run away. And, and running yeah. away is the opposite of fidelity. Throwing in the towel, opposite of fidelity. Yeah. Quitting on your goals and dreams, opposite of fidelity. Yeah. Divorce, opposite of fidelity, you know, and, and I'm in my second marriage. And so I could speak to that a lot, but we're not going to go down that. But, you know, I, my husband and I both say it, we could be, would have been different. Had we done things the way we do it in our second marriage, the first marriage could have been different. And, you know, we've been very intentional about our marriage and, um, and making sure that we, we stick, we're sticking it out for the long haul, you know, And so, uh, but that's the opposite of fidelity, you know, so we think about what fidelity isn't too, right? True. So quitting, throwing in the towel, anything that has to do with not seeing something through, through fruition. So I run, I'm a runner 
We have that in common too. Yeah. (laughs) I read this book recently. So I've been a, a runner for a really long time. And then I read this book called The Obesity Code that was talking about a lot of different things. But the point of me saying that is that it gave me this idea that, okay, maybe I don't need to run. Maybe I don't, maybe I can do it differently. Maybe I can get by without it. And when I did that, I started, you know, my pants started fitting tighter and I was eating, you know, so all the changes came with it. Right. So then I got back on the treadmill and I started running again and I started reminding myself it's hard because it works and it, it works because it's hard. Right. So that's the rite of passage to get to that place of transformation is to withstand the hard part, the sweat, the times on the treadmill I want to quit because it is only through, in my opinion, those certain circumstances that stretch and pull you that you get molded into that person that you want to become. So if you're not willing to do that and you want to throw in the towel or you just, you know, say it's too hard or you give into that uncomfortable feeling and go ahead and quit, you don't get that You don't get the result. You don't get the benefit. I was running with one of my friends on Sunday and we're running and she turns around, she looks at me, she goes, I hate running. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're six miles in, right? Mm -hmm. To a long run. And she's like, I hate running. And it just cracks me up because I chuckle inside and I, I literally laughed out loud. We were running and I said, so do I, but I love how I feel when we're done. And it's funny you say that. I always, I don't, it never sits well with me when uh, someone gets, gives, it's like they're giving you an easy way out. Mm-hmm. They're they're like letting you off the hook, so right. to speak. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how to explain it, but like, it you know what I mean? Like you just work for it. Yeah. Like a message. Like if I hear a message and somebody in the message is leaning more towards, oh, it's okay. Don't push yourself so hard. You know, you I never that no those messages never sit well with me because I'm always like no you should push yourself hard right. don't let me off the hook yeah I'm not saying you shouldn't give yourself grace on a bad day I'm just saying in general you got to be careful that you don't listen to too many of those oh it's okay right seek your, out the hard seek out the hard oh I love that yes um two other things I wrote down every Monday I meet with the success partners every Monday morning we have a group coaching with my success partners and myself and a couple of things that came out of it was uh that I wish I had put in the article but I didn't because I didn't talk to them prior to doing it right mm-hmm. was invest you got to invest time right energy time money whatever there's an investment when it comes to fidelity mm-hmm and the other one was stand up for yourself but yeah which i, I want to talk about this really quick because you had to stand up for yourself just yeah. most recently and i was so proud of you you did it so well thank you thank so you so let's talk a little bit about well that. It, and this goes with both investment of time because i believe we vote with our time money and influence about yes. how we want the world to work right the world is the way it is because somebody voted that way they put money toward it they spoke out about it they you know whatever it is they shape the world the way it is. And you're right. So do you, do you want me to tell the story? Well, we could tell a little bit of it, yes. But I, I real quick, I need to touch on what you just said because I that's true. Okay. I've heard you yeah. say that a couple of times and I, that rings so true with me too because it is so true. It's like, I don't watch, I, I've spent very, I don't invest money in a lot of Hollywood, okay? Because sure. I can't stand what they do. I don't like the TV. I don't like the language. You know, I, I don't like any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, my friends laugh at me all the time because I run with uh, friends that they're just like, they love TV. They watch Netflix all the time. Bachelor, know. all that stuff. Yeah, oh yeah. I, which every now and then I won't lie to the Bachelor. <laughs> I, I, and then they laugh and at me. They're right. like, you're such a hypocrite. I'm like, I can't help it. It sucks me right in. And then I stop watching it because I feel terrible because so I'm like, great. don't watch it. But I but I rarely do I watch those shows. There's yes, no judgment here. No, I know, but I'm just saying every now and then. But no, I really don't. And, and they laugh and I tell them, I'm like, I'm not investing my money in that stuff. Like mm -hmm. we have to, I agree with that. You know, you, if you don't like something, you got, you got to stop spending your money there or, or stop investing your time there or do something to change it. Mm -hmm. Or I love that. How you say it, say that one more time it, where you invest your time. To, say that again. You vote mm -hmm. about how you want the world to work depending on what you put your time, money and influence in. Yeah. That's really good. I like that. Thank you. I might, I, if I steal it, I'll put your name on it. Okay. If hey, I write it in. <laughs> like I told I'll you. I'll say my, my friend Francie said this, but I'm repeating it because it's so good. Like I, I told that. you before, I don't have original ideas. I just take other people's things and I say, that's good. I'm yeah. Good. Nothing new under the sun. It's, it's biblical. It tells us that. Yeah. Okay. So stand up for yourself and we don't have to go into all the details, but I just love this one. Sometimes when it comes to fidelity, Sometimes we have to stand up for ourselves yeah. because if we don't, then we shove things under the rug mm -hmm. and it start, it's like you pack it down and it keeps packing up and it's like a volcano and it explodes. Yeah. And so uh, in long-term anything, whether it's relationships, your career, your purpose, just life in general, mm -hmm. in long-term anything, you have to stand up for yourself sometimes. And, you know, I just love that because you just had your very first event mm -hmm. and don't we, and I already told you what I thought. I'm like, you may not want to hear this, but all these things are good and all this. And so, but this is, don't you love how people are all excited about telling you what they loved and what they didn't love and what you can do better and how all of that good stuff. Right, right give after. it to me. I want to know. <laughs> but, but sometimes it's just nice to be able to say, you know what? It was awesome. It really just was good. I mean, everything about it was good, you know, but I don't know why women, especially. And so you work with specifically women and you're mm -hmm. founding female. So you're going to have to really grow some tough skin. Trust me. I know working with curves with the ladies because yeah. we love to tell you what we think you should do. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's take it as a compliment because that means they care and that they want to see you be successful and they feel a part of it. Mm -hmm. And that way they feel like they can be honest, which is actually a good thing. Yeah. But in your situation, um, right after your first event, you kind of had to stand up for your faith a little bit and stand up for yourself. Someone was a little questioning the inclusiveness with some prayer at the yeah. beginning of and the that's event. that's okay because I think, you know, we shy away from controversy a lot. And if we can just communicate out of love, that's okay. But what I've noticed about society is that, you know, there's this almost this message going around that like, don't be you don't be too bold right because you right. don't want to step on toes you don't want to offend anyone so maybe just tone it down a little bit and you know you what ends up happening is like you you tone this part of yourself down and you tone this part of yourself down and you tone this part of the, yourself down because you don't want to offend anyone but what ends up happening is nobody likes you because you don't stand up for anything right and because you're this you know this version of yourself that doesn't have any character to you. And so I think the things that 
are woven into our hearts are things that we really need to talk about. For me, that's faith. And somebody very kindly and very respectfully said, you know, is saying a prayer really inclusive? And my thought there is, let me lead the way, being bold in who I am, because that gives everyone else permission to do the same. Right. And I think we're so used to society's definition about if I speak out about who I am, that means I'm going to disagree with you about who you are. Right. And what I would like to do is flip the script and say, tell me about your differences. Tell me about your experience in a different religion. Tell me about your experience in, you know, um, something that, that might be polarizing in society because as long as we create this atmosphere of love and acceptance, then back to what we were talking about, only growth can come right. because we can sharpen each other through differences and um, we can all be better for it. So. Yeah, I love that. And it, it's, you know, it's so true. It's like, just because you don't agree with me doesn't mean you're disking me, you right. know, right? It's not a disc to not agree. It's saying that it's okay if we don't agree and it's mm -hmm. okay if I pray and you don't. And it's okay if, if, if you like a rock band and I like country yeah. and it's okay if you go to that church and I go to this church, mm -hmm. but it's it, inclusive is saying, I don't have to water down who I am mm -hmm. and you don't have to water down who you are. Yeah. And that, and we're going to be tolerant, tolerant of yes. that. That is such a good word. Add that to the. To yeah, the I will. And here that and that could be a good weekly winning word. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Somebody said the other day, they're like, have you had to repeat your words? Because we've been doing weekly winning words. This is our fourth year that we've cool. incorporated it in. And I haven't had to repeat a word yet. Similar. Sure. Words that mean the same thing in general, uh -huh. but not repeat. And I don't think I've used tolerant. Ooh, that'll be, ooh, I'll have to see where I go with that. Yeah. But because I think that that's been changed too. Yeah. You know, tolerant is saying, I love you no matter what you believe. Yeah. And you love me no matter what I believe. And we have differences of beliefs and we can talk about them yeah. and here to learn and listen and agree. But uh, tolerant now says, if you don't agree with me, you're intolerant. Mm -hmm. And so that's not inclusive. Right. That's not inclusive at all, but mm -hmm. that's the way, you know, so that's enough. We'll have to have another podcast, Francie. Let's do it. Okay, we will, because this has been great. I think we could talk all day. I'm sure this has been a little bit longer than our normal podcast, but that's totally okay because it's been a great conversation, at least on my end. Well, thank you for letting me join. Thanks for pulling up a seat for me and just letting me share. Thanks for your cheering for oh, me and yes. for our community. And anything we can do to help you, yeah, to be successful. And so thank you for being here. This was awesome. I hope you guys thoroughly enjoyed uh, the conversation between Francie and I today and just all the greatness that you brought to the show. Thank you. I've learned so much. I know you guys have. And, uh, well, this is your invite to join our community. So if you've been thinking about joining I've Decided, it literally takes two minutes. If you go to the website, I'vedecided.org, you can become a Launch My Success member. You can opt between weekly group coaching or one-on-one -on -one coaching with one of our awesome success partners. And you uh, will get all kinds of amazing benefits that will help you achieve your goals and dreams. And that's what we're here for, to help you be successful in the things that you desire to do. So I appreciate you guys tuning in and I uh, look forward to talking to you again next week. Thanks, Francie. Thank you.